0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.
1: There's a show called The Parker Addison Project. Have people remember your (laughs) days. You are now listening to The Parker Addison
0: Addison Addison Project. Project. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community, and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota. Let's go places.
2: Good morning, and welcome to the Parker Edison Project, where we examine tenets of culture and what really makes America great. The theme of this episode is media. When we hear the word media, what comes to mind? social media, news media. Those are the ones that we're bombarded with 24-7. But are they the best media? What about other medias? Movies? Music? Podcasts like this one? Those other forms of media? That's what we should call those. Other forms of media are just as important in shaping culture and controlling the narrative. Media is very important in society because it can help lift those underserved voices and also document the present and the past. In this episode, we'll talk to those media makers. We'll hear how they influence culture in their own special way. They're not hopping on Twitter and firing up a tweet. They're not making a commercial to sell you something. They're taking the heart and soul, creating something to show you another side of life through a different lens, enhance, or in some cases, change the perspective. We'll talk to a photographer, he does everything from album covers to popular movies. We'll even talk to a podcast producer and a musician who scores movies. My first guest is Brian B. Plus Cross. He's an accomplished author with two books under his belt and a revered photographer who's helped create album art for artists like Q-Tip, Eazy-E, Damian Marley, Outkast, Kendrick Lamar, David Axelrod, Jay Dilla, yeah, that type of guy. Complex Magazine called him one of the 15 photographers every rap fan should know. I first met Brian back in 2015 through a friend of mine. My guy hooked me up with him for an event I was throwing at UCSD campus. Since then it is insane the variety of places Brian's work has popped up in my real life. You can't make this up. While I was writing this very piece the movie Friday was playing in the background. Just by chance I looked up and sure enough Brian crosses in the motherfucking muff- of credits. Speaking of movies, man, what what were you doing on the set of Friday?
3: So basically, um, I was a stills photographer, production stills. I spent a whole day, I remember, a bunch of us trying to show Chris Tucker how to look like he was smoking. You know, he had never smoked pot, so we were showing him how to look like he was coughing and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was pretty funny.
2: How did you end up on the set of the Banksy documentary?
3: Exit Through the Gift Shop was a film that he wanted to make. I had been friends with him for, at that point, I guess I had been friends with him for almost six or seven years. He had stayed at my house and stuff. Sir, wait, wait. When you say him, who are you referring to? The cat that directed the film. Okay. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> <you were>. word <laughs> Robin Banks. <laughs> Robin Banks is a friend. Yeah, a friend of mine who who was working for Ozo Motley at the time. Grace Gian is her name. But she she um she said, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if we could put together a show of his work in L.A. And and we were like, yeah. And I I, I remember thinking like, wow, that's you know we're that's pretty. That'd be amazing. So we got a little bit of sponsorship money. I think. Puma and Flaunt magazine, I think, um, at the time, and uh, got him a plane ticket. He had the show, was very successful. He hung out for a month. In that period, he did a few kind of pretty momentous hits. And then he he was a fan too, so, so I, I had been making films. And he asked me, you know, like, I have this idea for a film. By virtue of who I am and the way I move, it, it's going to be complicated for me to, to direct it. And there's a big component of it is here in LA. And I, I need, you know, would you be interested in directing it? I was like the, you, you know, the sort of, I don't know if it's fair to say, unit director that's not the way we were credited we're all just credited as a big clump but basically i was the guy on the ground here that the uk folks would reach out to i remember going to see it and feeling a real deep-seated trepidation i mean shooting it was a very interesting experience i mean I, i i would say i i'd never seen reality pivot so much as it did around terry because terry to us was like you know this mr brainwash he was somebody that really was just cobbling it together as he went and we couldn't imagine that this was gonna be a success. And then to be there the night the show opened, I mean, they sold a million dollars worth of art in one night. It affirmed a lot of things that I, I think I understood about the art world in such a visceral way that it like, yeah, it really rocked me, you know, to my core, you know? A lot of people don't even believe that it's real, which it's completely real. It was one of those things where it was like, it could have gone either way. It could have been the biggest disaster of all time. And it could have been, Well, I don't know that any of us thought it was going to be the kind of success that it was. I remember sitting with Banksy the day that it got nominated for the Oscar. It was this party that they were organizing or whatever in Hollywood for the film and all this kind of stuff. So Oprah was going to present the best documentary prize that year. And before the best documentary, I think it was like the best short animation, I think is what it was. And it was Leonardo DiCaprio was going to present the award. And Leonardo DiCaprio goes up to the mic and says, "Good evening. I'm Banksy." And I was like, "Yo, that was a bit weird." And he was like, "Yep, that was a bit weird."
2: <laughs>
1: yep. So, yeah, man.
2: This artist in the film is mimicking
3: Banksy's formula
2: and becomes rather popular.
3: No, and then he, he sold more art. I mean, this this is the total irony of it. He sold more art than Banksy did. Terry is a real force of nature. I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, that was the quote, and that was enough. That and a quote from from Shepard Ferry was enough, which he, he bought a billboard on Sunset and put those quotes there. And I mean, that was enough.
2: Uh, we actually had Micah Nine on here not too long ago and you, you shot the cover of our Freestyle Fellowship, yeah?
3: Did, yeah, yeah. The Freestyle Fellowship really changed the way people thought about what it was possible to do as an MC.
1: And,
3: I, and you know, as I said in Ava DuVernay's um, film, I, the first time I saw Mike, I remember it was at a club in Hollywood. And, and I was, just, I, it, my ears were so unprepared that I was kind of like, is this whack? Like, is this dude, is this good? I, I'm stuck. <laughs> and that... That's always a good sign if if, if if something kind of confuses you so much, you know what I mean? Like that you have to kind of question your own, you know, the way you've constructed what the thing is. It's a good chance that they're doing something really, really pretty brilliant. And and and, and Mike is that, you know, Mike has a lot of sons and heirs. Mm. He really does, you know, I mean... If you look at that film, um, Hip Hop Evolution, and you look at the one about underground culture, which deals with the Freestyle Fellowship pretty up close and personal, there's a part at the end, very, very end of the show, where they cut to Snoop, who's sitting there, who's now clearly relaxed and having a good time with these dudes. And he says, man, you don't even know. Me and Warren G driving around listening to Freestyle Fellowship, woo, you know. And I was kind of like, man, like, you know, Snoop Dogg was on the, you know, was on the um, one of the Good Life compilations, you know, a cassette only thing. Yeah. Oh, cassette. Snoop was on it. And and Mike, you know, Mike really empowered people to think differently. And Mike is kind of the, the dude that really built bridges. I, I, I used to say he built bridges in the air, but he, he really built bridges in the air to traditions that for many folks, I think they were they, they were unable to think of hip-hop in those terms, whether it's scat singing, whether it's vocalese, whether it's thinking about the voice as an instrument. Um, and and, and, and Mike, Mike did that. How, how is it that you're at the pulse of these
2: extraordinary and monumental moments? What do you think the secret is?
3: Don't doubt the relationship between your ears and your heart. You just follow that, center that. No matter where it takes you, be fearless about it and realize that that's, that's way more important than money, career, anything else. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: the
2: mighty infamous, uh, my favorite photographer, street philosopher, Brian B. plus Cross. See,
0: life is a slingshot. You get back and try not to get your wings caught. Hold that push pin on the map.
2: Images are powerful. But what about non-visual images? One of the biggest players in the media landscape over the last 10 years is podcasts. We're going to look at a non-visual media podcast. Or, as I like to call it, radio on demand. New radio. Hey
1: Parker, you got a call on too.
2: Hey, what's happening, boss? Hey, hey, what's going on? No, I'm trying to, trying to knock out these segments, man. I was chopping it up with your boy, uh, B+
1: oh yeah b b plus yeah 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 man i was just thinking about that the other day remember when we went to that um to those is uh, uh thunder thunder cat was- yo bro that show was crazy yeah, yeah it was lit it was lit it was lit you got a podcast right 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 it's called the people's war radio show or as a part of the Black Power Talks podcast, we tackle a lot of uh, political and cultural events throughout the African world through the lens of African internationalism. It's broadcast on a low-power FM station out of St. Petersburg, Florida called Black Power 96 FM, but it's also found online at uh, wubp.podbean.com. What's your full name and title, sir? Yeah, I'm uh, Dr. Michael Massimella Odom. Got my PhD in history from the University of California, San Diego. I'm a visiting professor at the University of San Diego in ethnic studies. Right, my guy's wicked smart how often can they catch your podcast new shows are updated weekly this week's episode is going to be on reparations uh, uh we've done shows recently on palestine on incarceration on the fight of african mothers or black mothers against uh, the foster care system all sorts of really dynamic contemporary political cultural issues doing the work bro
2: appreciate it man i'm gonna get back to the show real quick but i'm gonna okay. holler at you all right tell bsa what's up for sure for sure B.
0: Stay tuned for more of the PE Project. I love you. I think I always will. Even now, I'm reeling from the effect that you have on the rest of my life. I'm different now. As badly as I want to feel the heat between us, I know exactly how this is going to end.
2: Now streaming at platformcollection.com is the new film short Run Rick. Who's Who of San Diego talent? Brought to you by the good people at Platform Collection.
4: Hello, this is Maya from Maya's Cookie San Diego. We are America's number one black-owned gourmet vegan cookie company. You can check us out on our social media at Maya's Cookie San Diego.
0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the city of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.
1: You are now listening
2: listening to the Parker Parker Addison Project. Project. Alright, we're about to hear from one of my mentors. I respect this cat immensely. He's a major contributor to the San Diego rap scene that I discussed back in episode two. He's a Virgo, which means he's strategic, he's organized and both artistically and emotionally tapped into the world. His bio says time is nothing. Music is everything. I'm going to let him introduce himself.
4: For my listeners, what's your name and how do you describe your art? Well, I got many names, but I'm known as Tony the and I would describe myself as exactly as the name suggests. Multiple personalities, multiple styles. It's funny, I've been like that since I was young, you know what I'm saying? I used to go by Tony Tone. And then uh, I was, you know, I got in a rap group called Point Blank, and I wanted a different name. And I walked by a schizophrenic dude who was talking to himself. That's how the name came.
2: Because everything is independent, some would say that there's a, a lack of quality
4: control. There's nobody to tell you, nobody listens to uh, development anymore. All these cats either cookie cut themselves and say, I'm gonna do this trap sound and I'm gonna make this music. And then uh, cats say, I'm a a hip hop purist. I'm gonna do this 90s hip hop. All these damn templates, you know what I'm saying? And nobody's really being themselves. So the music has suffered mostly, actually the people have suffered more than anything because the music shapes the culture of all types. Painters paint to music. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying music mm-hmm. uh, movies are scored to music it's like music is the predecessor to all great art harmony melody in our heads so if that suffers the culture gonna suffer you've always had this thing
2: about the intangible and infusing that into your music to provoke movement and healing and it being connected to the emotional strings in the human psyche now We're being more electronic, which is disconnecting us.
4: Low frequency, low vibration. All these things are by design, of course. All great music sparks a movement. You know what I'm saying? Every time a great music was created in America, a great cultural movement followed it. You know what I'm saying? Jazz Mm. changed everything. Rock and roll changed everything. Hip-hop, the fastest-growing culture in the history of mankind, Mm -hmm. changed everything. (laughs) That type of message starts reaching the soldiers, the street dudes. When consciousness starts reaching cats on the street level, it's like, no, we have to stop this now. What's something you'd like to see more of? I want us to move. I want us to go somewhere so deep into our minds that we can just bob our heads like bobbleheads. Mm. I grew up in that part of hip-hop too Where there's tons of beats Over 100, 120 beats per minute mm. These rappers today they, they dope But all they beats is going 80, 75 beats per minute Right. It's like, okay First of all you, you, Of course you gotta fit a thousand words in there Of course you have to It's going so slow But then people are taking the time To listen To absorb your lyrics Instead of feeling the beats Feeling the music you know what I'm saying? And it's like, we don't do that no Can I
2: get you to soundtrack the next episode of the
4: PEP for me? I, I, w- I would be honored to score it. Yeah, so for sure. What you want. Okay, well,
2: hey, I'm, I'm not about to miss out on this opportunity. I'm going to stop this recording. We're going to hash this out because I'm about to make this happen. Hold up. A while back, I was in a group called parker and the Number Man, and we, whoa, whoa, okay, wait, let me even back up more than that. uh Before this podcast, I primarily put out rap records and videos. I've done a slew of different things, and one of the groups I was in was called Parker and the Number Man. We did a rap commercial and campaign for Qualcomm's Snapdragon microprocessor. I'll attach a link in the description so you can check it out. When we got a small bag full of money to pay producers for beats, everyone came up with excuses, except for Tony. He came up with beats, ASAP. That's how he's always been. And today, he's come through, again, like always. Tony has an almost holistic approach to his art. He's making a connection that slow drug-like beats make for self-centered content versus high tempoed energy beats, which causes to focus on other people. That alone is an amazing example of how he's in touch with the intangible and manages to twist that into his art. Each of my guests are utilizing forms of media to express themselves and to make a living. On a similar note, our closing music comes from a live band fronted by writer jay smith who you probably know as a writer and personality for nbc's local music news program Sound diego he's the other half of that rap group i was in this is what he's up to these days it's called july 10 and it's by 1019 and the number man there's a link to that in the show description as well meet me back here in two weeks to finish off the season till then stay safe out there Thanks for stopping in. The Parker Edison Project is produced and hosted by yours truly, Parker Edison, and the good people at Platform Collection. Be sure to subscribe and catch the next episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, visit theparkeredisonproject.com or hit us on Instagram at the P.E. Project. My guy, Kurt Conan, is audio production manager. Kenzie Moore-Lynn is my favorite podcast coordinator. Lisa Jane Morissette is Operations Manager, and John Decker is Associate General Manager for Content. This programming is made possible in part by the KPBS Explore Content Fund. I love
0: saying that because it reminds me of Sesame Street. Y'all stay safe out there. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community, and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota. Let's go places.